today we are diving into our heart chakra midway of our chakra series and we're going to feel all the feels love all the love and come to love ourselves in a whole new way i'm so happy you're here let's get started are you a people pleaser are you a recovering people pleaser do you struggle setting boundaries do you sometimes feel envious or jealous or feel like the grass is greener somewhere else. These are all symptoms of our heart chakra feeling imbalanced. And when we can find balance and healing here, all the opposite of all of that becomes true, which becomes this delicious, connected, loving, amazing place. And you literally walk around like, <laughs> uh, like when you're in the when you see the movies, right? And they're like skipping down the street and happy and everyone's handing you flowers and newspapers and coffee. It can literally feel like that. This is what a state of flow looks like and feels like. And it is available to you when this heart chakra is balanced and connected in a healthy way to everyone around us. So in Sanskrit, the heart chakra is called anahata. And here this means this place of unhurt, unstruck or unbeaten. And can you imagine approaching all of your relationships from, from this perspective of not being hurt, not being held back by the resentment or the hurt or the hurt feelings? Because this is ultimately what closes us up in relationship is we this is why new relationships are so fun and delicious our hearts are open we're sharing stories because there's been no hurt feelings there's been no resentment and yet when we can do our own work and heal our own resentments we can then reach this place of unhurt of unstruck of unbeaten and then ultimately love from this place, no matter what anyone has done, because we've done the work within ourselves. So through high school and college, I was the perfect friend. <laughs> I am an Enneagram too, who thrives and is very proud of being the perfect friend. I hosted all the parties, I organized all the parties, I called everyone, I sent cards, I did everything to my depletion. So was I being the perfect friend? I was maybe being the perfect friend to other people, but I certainly wasn't being the perfect friend to myself. And I think here in this energy center, we reach this place of finding that perfect balance between being the perfect friend to others and being the perfect friend to ourself. And one cannot happen without the other. If you are not the perfect friend to yourself first, you don't have much to give to everyone else around you. So much of this heart chakra, people think, oh, the heart, it must be about how we love. But I can tell you the greatest lessons here within the heart chakra have more to do with you coming to love yourself first and to give from this place of overflow. It is this moment, this healing moment when we realize our worth and our identity do not belong in someone else's hands, that it is our job to love ourselves enough to heal and to heal ourselves enough to thrive. I do love 
the name of my business. <laughs> it resonates so deeply with me because it is, it is this pragmatic process in which you must love yourself first enough to heal. And without that, you're not going to get very far. And then we have to heal ourselves enough to thrive. But it all begins with the state of love and appreciating ourselves. And, you know, I look back on that young, that young girl. And gosh, I love her so much. And I love that she planned all the parties. And I love that she was the perfect friend. And she's still the perfect friend. I just am more than it was casting the net out so wide. And my relationships then were more surface because there's just only so much time in the day. And now I feel a stronger desire for my own self to go deeper. And because I go deeper with my own self, I go deeper in the relationships that I choose to have within my life. And so I don't have as many by choice because I want authentic, I want authenticity, I want depth, and I want to feel cherished and I want to cherish that person all because that is how I have ultimately come to experience that within myself. It began with myself first and as we shift our internal world, our external world shifts. And reflect back to a time when you were visiting with your best friend or hosting a party and you're surrounded by lots of whatever your joy is, what what brings you happiness and joy. Reflect back to that moment. And how did your heart feel in that moment? Did it feel soft and overflowing with love? Did you offer lots of warm hugs? When we hug, I want you to think about this. When we hug, our heart center often aligns with and connects with the person that we're hugging with. And so when we really love someone and, and miss them or want to appreciate them, we we do that long hug that, you know, with the right person is not awkward. With the wrong person, it can feel awkward. <laughs> that long extended hug. And what happens when we're doing that is we are exchanging heart energy through our heart chakra. But then what do we do with the person that we don't really like or that person that's on the outs or we kind of mad at? What do they get? That's right. They get the one armed side hug. And think about that energetically. What what are we doing with our heart chakra? There in that moment, we are protecting our heart because we don't trust or love that person. They haven't earned the right to our heart's energy. And I think this is a really important thing to note and to honor within yourself. This moment of knowing who is worthy of your time love and energy. And this isn't so much a boundary as so much as I would love to call it more of my therapist actually called that that was a perfect word. She called it a membrane as opposed to a boundary, because I think you allow things to flow in and out. And as you honor and love yourself, there doesn't have to be such a harsh line. It's like you can begin to Raise your energetic vibration. Energy is the common denominator. As you raise your energetic frequency, the people that you love are going to stay. The people that do not resonate with you will fall away. It is literally as simple as that. 
Our heart chakra is the home of love, self-love, friendship love, and romantic love. But it's self-love first, friendship love second, and then romantic love third. There is so much. Then it allows us to reach this place of divine love where we just want to appreciate, connect, and love everyone around us. So as you come to love and appreciate yourself, you then release attachments to how you believe someone should love you. And this is, and I've talked about this a lot in, uh, we talked about this particularly in our Valentine's edition, which I can include down below, that I recorded with my hubby. But often our attachments are a result of our expectations caused through our love language. So we see the world through our love language, which can be physical touch, quality time, acts of service, written word or spoken word. And we, we give our love in this way and we expect our love in this way. And when we don't receive that love in that way, then we feel hurt, we feel upset. And a great example of this, the other day, I wasn't feeling great and I was in bed and my husband was busy on a project and then he didn't end up coming and checking on me for like three hours. And like, I got so hurt and so upset and, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal, except that I reminded him I'm an acts of service love language. So in him not coming to check in on me, I then interpreted that as not being loved. So it wasn't even that big of a deal. And if you're not an acts of service love language, you'll probably be like, Erin, what's up? <laughs> Why are you even tripping? However, this is how I interpret love. And we were able to talk about it and clear the air, of course, so that our, our hearts could give heart to heart hugs again. <laughs> but I want you to see where in your life are you creating, establishing attachments to the way that someone must love you? When we can reverse engineer and begin to look at that it is our love language or that it is our expectation of someone, then we can begin to recognize, oh, we've created this all within ourselves. And often it is from this place of believing life is better somewhere else. And the truth of the matter is life is amazing where you pay attention to it. Energy follows attention. So what we pay attention to is what we draw into our life. So when people continue to disappoint us by not meeting our expectations, we withdraw our energy, right? Does that sound familiar to you? So when that happens, we often leave ourselves isolated, disconnected, and depressed. So this energy becomes stagnant here, leaving ourselves in this place of feeling alone and isolated. Once you recognize you've created this story, you've created this expectation, you've created this attachment, then you can clear this and life truly becomes that skipping down the street moment once again. So and before we get into the tools that heal our heart chakra, 
Let's just review really quick our last few weeks, because I think this is such a pivotal and important place to review. So our chakras one through three manage our physical life in this physical world. So our root chakra is about safety, security, protection, being provided for, provision. Our second chakra is about connection and feeling energetically connected and creative and is where our desires live here in our second chakra. And then as we go rise up to underneath our rib cage, our solar plexus is all about your divine you, you being divinely you. It is where you know who you are and you know what you're here to do and you feel sure enough to go for what you want. And so when we can allow and draw in this support, this energetic support here from all three of those energy centers and draw them into the heart center, then you can love from a place that feels safe, secure, and accepted. You can love from a place that feels connected and emotionally balanced. And you can love from a place that is uniquely you. No one loves the way you do, and nor should they. You are your own divine imprint. And so when we bring the energy and support of those three energy centers into this heart center, it allows us to love ourselves and others from a place that is unstuck, unhurt, and unbeaten. And we get to this place by ensuring that our heart energy center is full and overflowing, that we only give from overflow. Because I'm sure you've experienced either you yourself giving from a place that is not overflow or receiving from someone who is giving from a place that is not overflow. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that kind of energy. And it doesn't feel good to give from that place. And it certainly doesn't feel good to receive from that place. You receive from that place and feel put on or guilty about receiving. So martyrdom does not serve anyone. And that is one of the cases here when we do not fill this heart bucket of energy, we find ourselves being a martyr. Because the martyr has not yet learned how to fill their own bucket. Martyrdom is not a divine mission. The divine wants us to give from overflow. There is continual energy that can flow into this space when we hold literally space for that. We can allow this beautiful divine energy to flow in and then we're giving from this divine energy, not from ourselves. So still not sure whether or not you need to work on your heart chakra. Here's a quick list of the people that might need to do a little bit of work here today. Have you recognized or are you a people pleaser, codependent, overgiver, person unable to say no, victim, martyr, person without boundaries, drama queen ruled by her emotions, a person who is friends with everyone because there is no discernment or discrimination for the well-matched friend, someone stuck in their story or in the pain of their past, a bossy friend, parent, coworker who is overly demanding of others. Even just with the little bit of intro that I have offered, I bet that you can see now how this is happening when we have attachments or expectations or are giving and loving from an empty bucket. We become the people pleaser because we don't value ourselves enough. We don't love ourselves enough. We think that we have to offer and give everything to everyone. 
to be appreciated and loved. But the fact of the matter is when you appreciate and love yourself, you will draw in the select people who are the proper match to you. And those relationships will feel so abundant. You won't feel the need to have mass amounts of friends. You will attract the very people that are your configuration. So when the heart chakra feels deficient, you are withdrawn, you avoid socializing, you can find yourself overly critical of self and others, overwhelming grief, loneliness, isolation, anger, jealousy, fear of betrayal. But when our heart is balanced, like I said, it is the skipping down the road moment. You accept yourself and others. You feel loved and accepted unconditionally for yourself and the people around you feel loved and accepted unconditionally. People feel at peace around you and that you exude more compassion than judgment. A balanced heart feels blissful as you rest in connection with yourself and others. So for almost a year after my mom died, I had pink eye, so conjunctivitis. And I would shy away from photos. I didn't wear makeup. And if you know me, you know, I'm a girl who loves her makeup. (laughs) And people would often cringe at the sight of me because my eye looked so painful. And I went to the Western doctor and got eye drops. I went to the Eastern doctor and took tea and had acupuncture every two weeks. I mean, I worked hard to get rid of this pink eye. It was not something that I took lightly. I was doing everything I could, literally everything I could. And for an entire year, it would not go away. And I wasn't using mascara. I wasn't re-infecting. It was emotional. In TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, pink eye is diagnosed as liver fire, meaning that we have so much anger and resentment and emotion in our liver that it shows up through the eye. And just as you learned last week, the same is true within the chakra system. Our solar plexus is connected through the senses of sight. So it shows up within the eye. Same principle, different systems. So in addition to my eye being super fiery red and just so gross, my liver actually hurt. And so I, I was desperate. And at the time I had started to do Reiki and the Reiki practitioner at the time then handed me an Orosoma bottle. So Orosoma is this amazing system. I'll include a link down below. That is the system of bottles that helps to shift our emotions and our energy. And it is a combination of crystals and plants and oil and water but each one has its own theme and you apply it to different parts of the body as well as say an affirmation while you are applying it. So this pink bottle was all about self-love. And so every day I would rub oil on my arms and my hands and I would say to myself, I am worthy of giving and receiving love. I am enough. And so throughout the next nine months, I cried, I wept, I healed. And it is not lost on me that in the same amount of time that it takes to gestate a child or a a little human, I used my last dose of this bottle and my pink eye went away. 
And to this day, it's now been 15 years since my mom passed away. I've not had pink eye since then. And I came to this place of not talking to myself as terribly as I had nine months prior. So not only was I grieving, losing my best friend, and we had just moved up here to live closer to her. It was this dark night of my soul. Not only was I grieving, but then I was so critical of myself, feeling like I wasn't parenting well enough. I wasn't partnering well enough, working well enough name it, I wasn't doing it well enough. I was so hypercritical of myself and not giving myself the love and space to grieve that it was showing up as this resentment within my own liver. So what is interesting is after my pink eye went away, anytime I would begin to have that same pattern of thought of angry at myself or critical of myself, I would pause and remind myself, I don't speak to myself that way anymore. And it was fascinating because in that same moment, right before I healed myself or would be critical of myself, I would actually feel a twinge within my liver. But then I reminded myself, I don't speak that way to myself anymore. I love myself enough to heal. So this title of my business doesn't just come randomly. It has been well-earned. I, I pride myself on walking the walk, not just talking the talk. And I know how hard this can be. I know how poignant and raw and vulnerable these moments can be. But when we can love ourselves and, and support ourselves in the way that we need to be supported, you will find yourself on the other side of that so abundantly happy and joyful. It is worth going there. I promise you, I will go there with you. It is worth it. And you will find yourself attracting the life of your dreams when your energy frequency resonates at that same level. So let's be clear. I'm all about love yourself enough to heal. But loving yourself first is not selfish. Self-care can look like many healthy behaviors, going to sleep early, meditating, eating healthy, exercising, going to acupuncture, going to lunch with a friend, painting, walking in grass, doing yoga, just sitting in the sun, having a cup of tea. What is your happy? What makes your heart sing? Go and do that. That is the first step in self-care. There is an incredible book, parenting book that I read many decades ago, called Buddha Never Raised Kids and Jesus Didn't Drive Carpool by author Vicki Falcone. And in that book, I'll include a link down below. In that book, she talks about that every child needs to feel filled every single day. P-H-I-L. Powerful, heard, important, and loved. I'm going to say that again because I think not only do children need this every day, I think we all need this every single day. Fill. Powerful, heard, important, loved. And when we feel filled every day, your children stop tantruming and overreacting and you stop tantruming and overreacting. When we all feel filled, and I would even take this a step further to say that we need to feel filled by ourselves, not just by other people, but how are you allowing yourself 
to feel powerful, heard, important, and loved by yourself. This is the work of the heart chakra. So the location of the heart chakra is in the center of the chest at the heart level. It resides at the center of the seven chakras. Again, there are three physical chakras below and three spiritual chakras above. So this is the astral bridge is what they call it that connects these two sets of chakras. And what are the physical correlations in the body? How does this look when someone is full of love, their shoulders are back, their chin is up, their chest is up, and they're allowing their heart to lead. But opposite to that, when someone is depressed, literally that word describes what our heart looks like. Our shoulders are forward. The heart is energetically and physically depressed. It creates this concave look within your body. It is energetic. When you can provide the energy here, it fills this space and allows you to lead with your heart. And the absolute opposite is true. When the heart energy is excessive, we see an over-exaggerated chin up, chest out, shoulders back, but it also feels false. I'm sure that you know that person, right? That over-exaggerates when they're feeling insecure. And our energy reads energy. So it doesn't even have to be that people say anything. And we'll talk about this next week when we get to the throat chakra. But our energy reads. We don't even need to hear words. We feel and experience the energy of authenticity. The somatic physical correlations in the body that correlate with the heart, as you might imagine, is the cardiovascular system, blood, immune system, thymus gland, lungs, ribs, breasts, lymphatic system, arms, and hands. For an entire year after my mom died, I had asthma. And I never had asthma before, and I haven't had it since. But it was that first year that that energy was so heavy on my chest. So according to TCM, we hold our grief on our lungs. So it is this heavy energy. And this is why when we are grieving, we find that we take a deep breath and we sigh. Right? When we are grieving, it is our body's way of trying to move this heavy energy, this grief energy that is residing on our lungs. It's its attempt to move this energy, to clear this energy, so that you can come back to this place of love and appreciation. So the emotions, our shoulders and heart rise and fall between every breath and sigh when we sob and truly release the grief and sadness held in the center. When we are grieving, we want things to go back to the way that they were, right? This is that attachment to the way things were. We don't want things to change. Grief is a powerful change agent. But the truth is grief never wanted to change your environment. Grief wants to change your heart. So Tosha Silver, I will include a link down below of this amazing prayer. It's actually a manifesting prayer, but I, I love this one line in there where she says, change my heart, change me, change my heart to be who you need me to be. So here is her abundance prayer that I just love. I just feel like this, like I said, this part in here about the heart, I think is just so relevant here. And we always want to manifest when, when our emotions and our energy are high vibing, we're manifesting. So this really applies to every energy center, but 
I just feel, I love the heart piece to this. So it says, Divine Beloved, allow me to give with complete ease and abundance, knowing that you are the unlimited source of all. Let me be an easy, open conduit for your prosperity. Let me trust that all my own needs are always met in amazing ways and that it's safe to give freely as my heart guides. And equally, let me feel wildly open to receiving. May I know my own value, beauty, and worthiness without question. Let me allow others the supreme pleasure of giving to me. May I feel worthy to receive in every possible way. Change me into one who can fully love, forgive, and accept myself, so I may carry your light without restriction. Let everything that needs to go, go. Let everything that needs to come, come. I am utterly your own. You are me. I am you. We are one. All is well. I will include a link to that down below. I just love that change me prayer in that every time we feel upset with someone else, we ask the divine to change us. And this is truly what grief is doing. Grief changes us into the person we are meant to be. And I know it's hard and it takes our own personal process. And we are all on our own journey of grief healing. And don't ever let anyone tell you that it needs to be faster or slower than it is because it's exactly how it is for you. And we have highs and lows and it is our heart's process of evolving and changing into who we're meant to be. And that process is only divinely plotted, only divinely guided. So the color, the energy frequency that emanates from this chakra is approximately 550 hertz and is visible as the color green. So it's no, it's of course, at this point, there's no coincidences, right? That we refer to this as a green-eyed monster of jealousy or that someone can be green with envy or that we believe the grass is greener somewhere else. But the truth is energy flows where attention goes and the grass is greenest where you water it with your attention. So what have you been watering recently? This is very much we draw in what we focus on. Are you looking at what you want to draw in? Or are you believing the grass is greener somewhere else? Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. <laughs> Always find that gratitude for what you have and you will draw in this abundant, beautiful life. The lifetime maturity of this energy center is between the ages of 21 and 28. And for most of us, that's probably when we first really fell in love, right? When we, one, fell in love with ourselves, and then two, perhaps entered into a relationship where it was the first kind of real mature love that you learned how to not lose yourself, not the young love where you lose yourself, but a mature love where you remain whole within yourself and then this other person gets to be the cherry on top. So long ago in a previous professional lifetime, <laughs> I worked in the entertainment industry and I one of my jobs was planning premieres for a feature film company, which was amazing and so fun and so hard. And you know, so often I think, gosh, if I, if I knew then what I know now, what my experience might have looked quite different, <laughs> but I was yelled at on a daily basis. I was berated on a daily basis because I was the front line 
for the tickets to the premiere. So it was always, don't you know who I am? I need extra tickets without any regard to anyone else. (laughs) And it was awful. I only actually remained in that job for like 10 months because energetically I couldn't take it. And what was so interesting, actually, my outgoing voicemail prior to that was always like, hi, this is Aaron, leave a message. But when I was in that job, in that particular job, I felt that I needed to have a hard heart because so many people were so terrible to me that even my voicemail, my outgoing voicemail to that job was, hi, this is Aaron, leave a message. Right? It wasn't even friendly. And by the way, guess what? Now that I know all that we put out, we attract. So even in putting my outgoing message there at the time, I was much younger. <laughs> this is several decades ago. At the time, I thought that's what I needed to do to protect myself. But now I realize in placing that outgoing message, I actually drew in even more of this energy. But I, people would lie. They would yell at me to try to get more tickets. But there was one person that will forever have such a special place in my heart. And I think speaks to this heart chakra so well. There was this amazing writer that called in and writers themselves only get two tickets. Can you imagine that? Or at least at the time, (laughs) at the time, they only got two tickets. So these people who wrote the entire movie got two tickets. So them plus one got to go. So he called me and said, hey, I know I'm only supposed to get two tickets, but my mom and my dad really want to come and they have their plane tickets. I told them just to book their plane tickets and I would see what I could do. And, you know, the main theater was all booked up, but there was an overflow theater that had extra tickets. And so I said, you know what, all those seats are assigned, but I can give them overflow tickets and then you guys can have party tickets at the party and at least spend the night the party together. And he's like, thank you so much. I so appreciate that so, so much. And it was this shift. He connected with my heart. First, he called me by my name. (laughs) And he presented his humanness. He connected through this humanness of, I want my mom and dad there. This is a big moment. And rather than yelling at me or berating me or putting me down, it was truly this heart-to-heart connection, which then taught me so much. I mean, I was always really nice and kind to people anyway, but that experience taught me even more that in asking for things, always approach it from this really loving place. I mean, I I feel like I always did, but this was even more this appreciation that I had for this heart-to-heart connection. And so this is what we do when this heart is balanced, we put people first. When it is imbalanced, we come from this place of greed or materialism. But when this heart energy is balanced and strong, we are relationship rich with no need for material rich. And guess what? When we are relationship rich, the material rich just flows anyway. So with green as our color, throw on some green shirt, green sweatshirts, some green PJs, (laughs) and eat your greens, drink your greens, eat your broccoli, eat your kale, make your green juice, green, green, green. However you can bring green into your body will help to draw in this balanced energy. 
So the element for this energy center is air. When we embrace our loved ones, what do we do? We often breathe them in, right? We take in this great big breath. Mm, They smell so good. You smell their perfume or their cologne. We breathe in their essence, their scent and their energy when we are doing this. And why do they smell so good to us? (laughs) Well, this is for two reasons. The element that heals our heart chakra is air. So as we breathe in our loved one, we are filling our lungs with that air that has also been filled with their energy, right? So we're sharing, sharing air in the best way. And our energy centers, each of our chakras releases energy out that then creates an aura around us. So when we are hugging, when we are breathing them in, our two auras are intermixed and our energy is intermixed. So this is why we don't go around hugging everybody. We hug the people that we feel safest and closest to. I mean, of course, unless we're Alma. <laughs> I'll include a link down below. She is the hugging guru. She is amazing. And she, people line up to just hug this woman. And she does a meditation and hugs and is just all heart energy. She's incredible. So the sense that is connected to this energy center is our sense of touch. And doesn't that make sense? When we hug people, our heart opens. When we touch someone, we feel this love within our heart. And the organ of action for this energy center is our hands. So it's not only our skin, but then it is our hands. So have you had eczema? Have you had rashes on your hands? Have you had itchy hands? scratchy hands, dry hands, when our hands are showing us a sign. So this is how we can know which energy centers need our assistance and support. We can look at our skin. Is our skin breaking out in rashes? Are our hands dry and cracked? These are symptoms that our body is using to direct us to help direct our attention, to help heal the energy. So it's really interesting when I told you I've done this chakra series many, many times and that I've taught this chakra series many times. One week we had covered the heart chakra and then the next week a student came in and said, yeah, that they'd had the worst week in between, that they had head to toe poison oak. And I was like, wait a minute, like, can you please like put two and two together? Like you unearthed all this gunk. (laughs) You unearthed all this stuff, all these emotions that are looking to get cleared and it came out through your skin. It was just so fascinating to me. Although at this point in time, I I love that things are still fascinating to me. I've studied this for over a decade and I love that I still can be fascinated by it. It it tells me that I really am, have my own calling, (laughs) that this really is my calling. But it was amazing to me. And so I pointed out to them that look, like, let's spend a little more time here so that you can clear what needs to be cleared. You can not only clear your skin, but you can clear your heart. So the essential oils that will help to heal this energy center, the doTERRA Breathe combines eucalyptus and peppermint. It heals despair, attachments, and depression. Rose heals a broken heart and Lang Lang heals grief and sadness. You can diffuse this because it's especially air. You can diffuse this in the air or you can put it on your skin, both of which are so powerful and so healing for this energy center. 
The crystals that heal this energy center is emerald. It encourages loyalty and friendship and maintains relationship balance. The pink opal helps to heal emotional trauma and offers balance between the feminine and masculine heart needs. Rose quartz softens the heart to be open to self-love, friendship love, and romantic love. And malachite aids in the balancing of the heart. These are fantastic stones to wear as necklaces that are closest to your heart. You can actually wear them in your bra or a tank top, or you can actually use athletic tape and tape them onto your heart chakra. I I have certainly done that and it really makes a huge, huge difference. The mantra for this energy center is yum. So we say it as yum and the way I love to remember it, I know I always, I try to give you remembering tips every week. What is yummier than being in love? It is so yummy to be in love. We are going to remember yum as yum, yummy. And it is in the keynote of F, which is the beginning of what I think is super appropriate. The Beatles song, Come Together. Come together right now over me. Thank you for appreciating my singing. So it is the beginning of that is that keynote F. So we are going to chant three times together and the link to the extended version will be down below to my YouTube channel. So we are going to say three times here, not while you're driving or doing something dangerous. Please be sitting and paying attention to what you're doing, hopefully with your eyes closed and your back straight, your spine straight. Taking a great big deep breath in. This mantra will help you connect. If you are struggling with connecting or feeling hurt or feeling unchosen by a friend or a loved one, use this mantra and watch how powerful energy works to help heal your hurt. I think this is so interesting. I had a therapist for many years as a client and she was a family therapist and was used to healing her patients and her clients through talking. And she was so amazed. And she, she admitted to me one day that she signed up for Reiki initially, but really didn't think that this would really do all that much. She really didn't believe in it. And then after just a few weeks, she could not believe how much her emotional state had shifted and changed without ever talking about anything. And she then became a client for several years. And it was just this powerful experience for both of us to understand that I, I fully support therapy and think that we should talk and journal and and speak our truth. More on that next week. <laughs> but I also think we can shift so much with our energy without us even realizing it. Use your yum. Love is yummy. You are yummy. 
tap into this energy and watch how much your heart shifts within your home because this energy center is balanced by air open up your windows open up your doors allow fresh air into your home and watch how much your heart and your home begin to shift just with the simple component of adding the element of air and the archangel for this energy center is archangel shamuel who aids in the healing of the heart chakra the angel of peaceful relationships and who makes all things beautiful including our relationships so i love to call upon archangel shamuel and just call upon archangel shamuel however you feel guided i will often call upon archangel shamuel just to balance my heart and to combine tosha silver's prayer in there to change my heart into who you need me to be for this person for this situation for this next step change me change me change me to be who i'm meant to be your 10 second rescue for this is as simple as yum grab your hand place it over your heart and if you feel hurt or sad or jealous or envious or upset yum 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 your way into a more grateful happier more loving heart since our skin is directly related to this heart chakra your homework for this week is to self-massage i'll include one of my favorite uh, face yoga massages that i've been doing that i've totally had great results from but it doesn't have to just be your face in fact it would be great if it's your hand but set the intention that you are loving yourself in your self-massage that you are appreciating yourself loving yourself setting this intention as you are rubbing your skin and it will begin to fill your heart in ways you can't even imagine i now do a little bit of face massage every night with my with my natural normal routine but i've set this intention of loving myself even more and i swear i think that's what's making my face shift more than the face yoga itself or the self massage itself setting this intention for love loving yourself first so that you can fill your own bucket so you only give from overflow love yourself enough to heal and heal yourself enough to thrive choose one way this week let it be your essential oils your chakras your self massage your mantra letting go of expectation appreciating yourself loving yourself doing whatever it is for self-care if that's a cup of tea or going to bed early whatever this is for you find a way to love on you this week and as you love upon yourself others will match your energy and come in and love on you too thank you so much for joining me for this conversation on the heart chakra this week with so much love filling your heart so that you are only giving from overflow be sure to join my newsletter at lovehealthrive.com and as always love yourself enough to heal and heal yourself enough to thrive